Hey listeners, this is your host Brian Almeida. I have a special announcement before we get started on this week's solo episode. I'm going to be offering a handful of my guests what I want to call a 15-minute discoverable call. Uh, this is just 15 minutes with me to discuss anything you want, uh, podcasting, something going on in your life, you know, facing vulnerability, whatever it might be. I'm going to include a link for my calendar in the show notes where you can book your 15-minute call, and I look forward to speaking with some of you soon. Thanks and take care. Welcome to The Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share inspiring stories and tips on facing vulnerability and the lessons we can use to help us be able to find success and fulfillment in our own lives. With each episode, we hope to impact one listener. And if anything you've heard has impacted you, we'd appreciate you sharing it on social. Thank you for listening. Now let's get vulnerable. Today is Relatable Thursday. Hey listeners, welcome back for another episode of Relatable Thursday. So this week I want to talk about a subject that uh, probably nobody really wants to talk about, but for some strange reason I do, and that subject is death. Dun dun dun, no just kidding. (laughs) Um, But seriously though, at at the end of the day, um, this is a subject that I think very few of us want to talk about. It seems very uncomfortable to talk about it. But if we're being completely honest with ourselves, at the end of the day, it's going to happen to all of us. And this is something that I've sort of, I don't want to, I guess, come to terms with. It might be the way to put it, but it's just been something that I've uh, gotten a little more comfortable with as of recently, uh, mainly because of just uh, some practices and, and, and really an app that I downloaded not too long ago. But it wasn't always like that. I mean, I remember going back, I think it was around grade seven, uh, there was this one night that I, I could barely sleep because all I could think about was the fact that like everybody around me, you know, that I that I knew was eventually going to pass away. And then so was I. And I remember getting to school the next day and my teacher was sort of looking at me and going like, Brian, what's wrong? Like something seems to be really bothering you. And and then I just broke down and, and sort of explained to the teacher that I had this this whole, whole thought about, you know, death and everything the night before. And, and you know, and it was just I, I you know, I was so, so sad and upset thinking about the fact that I was going to lose people and so on and so forth. And, you know, she did a good job of comforting me at the time. But, you know, that was probably the one time in my life that I can remember the, the thought really like affecting me in, in a strong way. And then I think for, like most of us, I think you just sort of you know, go on with life day to day, going to work, you know, paying bills, uh, you know, sort of, you know, wake up, eat, work, come home, sleep, repeat, you know, like that, that pattern that we all have. And so we don't think about the fact that, you know, like tomorrow isn't promised and the next day isn't promised and so on and so forth. And, you know, for me, like I said, you know, it's an app that really changed things for for me. There's this app that I downloaded uh, somewhere around a year ago called we croak and this app essentially what it does is it sends you five quotes a day that help uh, that basically make you contemplate death and they're sent it to you at random times and uh, i actually interviewed the uh the founder of this app his name is hansa bergwall and i interviewed him on one of my previous episodes and and basically he created this app to help us all become a little more present in our lives and it's something that i've noticed i've noticed that you know getting these random quotes five times a day has helped me be more comfortable with not only thinking about the subject but talking about it and even just in terms of things that I say to other people I remember around Christmas time this year 
you know, I had family around and, and I sort of in front of everybody s- simply said something in, in the sense of that the fact that, you know, we all sort of think that the important things in life are money and, and the size of our house and the car in our driveway and, and these things, mostly material things that we think are important and, and that we prioritize. And yet, you know, the things that are actually important are the people that we surround ourselves with, the experiences that we're going to have with them. And these are the things that we should be focusing on more. And and I've tried to do a better job of that in my life because, again, it's you don't know when somebody's going to be gone. You don't know when their last day is going to be. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, it's one of these subjects, like I said, it's, it is uncomfortable. It is kind of weird in some ways to talk about it, but at the end of the day, like, it's something that, like I said, we all, we're all going to have to face. And, and I don't think we also want to get to that time or that point in our life where, you know, it's, it's coming and we haven't had the certain discussions about it with our significant others or family and friends, whoever it might be that, we're sort of relying on when it comes to that time, whether it's, you know, putting together things like our will or just, again, knowing what somebody might want when it gets closer to that time in terms of their care and stuff like that. Because again, I think the discussion is much harder um, when it gets closer or when you're at that point already and you haven't taken any time to speak about it before. So, I mean, I don't know how many of my listeners are going to relate with this subject. I don't know if it's something that, you know, you're listening to this right now and it's something that you've thought about or that you've had to sort of face recently. Um, You know, it might even be in the way of grief or whatever. But, you know, like I said, here's a couple of things, like I said, that have helped me. The main one, uh, you know, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, is the We Croak app. Uh, It's like, I think it's like a couple bucks for the app on the App Store. And honestly, I know it sounds weird. And, and when I tell people, you know, I get five quotes a day to help me contemplate death, they give me this look of like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but I'm telling you, um, you know, it will make you more present in life because it'll just be that reminder, that random reminder that it's going to happen. And even, you know, the sort of the the uh, founder of the app or they have a podcast as well. And, and the statement that he constantly makes, whether it's during the podcast or it might even be on the app. I don't really remember it at this moment, but um, the point is that what he'll usually say is, don't forget, you're going to die. And like I said, it's the honest to God truth. So, you know, like if that's something you want to try, I, I think that would be one of the first things I would say is maybe try this app out, you know, for a couple of bucks, what's it going to hurt? And if it adds more presence to your life, then that's going to be, I think, a, a, a huge bonus. I think the next thing for me would be, like I said, is to talk to people about it. You know, whether it's the uncomfortable conversation of just talking about death in general, or whether it's, like I said, discussing, you know, what are you expecting? You know, do you do like, do you want to be at home? Do you want to be uh, in hospice care? Like all these things that, like I said, it, it seems so far away for a lot of us, but I think if we just wait, it's going to be that much more uncomfortable later on, or we're going to get to that point and the person's going to have to suffer with not knowing what we want and trying to make those decisions for us. And again, it's just, it's something that I think, you know, rather discuss it now. And again, it might change over the years or whatever. And, but I think even if you have that first discussion, it'll be, it'll be a little bit easier to have the next one and the next one and the next one. Another thing to consider is that by having these type of conversations, whether it be with our significant other or a family member, whoever it might be, is that it may open them up to thinking about this stuff that maybe they haven't this stuff being death maybe they haven't really contemplated it or given it much thought 
And by having these conversations, it might open them up to thinking some of the same things, as well as the fact that you may be able to start uh, another type of discussion about how it might feel to lose that person. Um, you know, my wife and I, as an example, we did this, uh, it was, I think it was something like 20 or 30 questions. It was something I heard on a podcast. And one of the questions was, you know, like what, how it would feel to lose the person. And then it also asked like, who would you be most devastated to lose in your family? Or who do you think would be the most devastating loss? So again, just by starting that conversation, although it might center around yourself and what your plans are, it can then extend into other things if the person is open to it. Uh, next, I think like uh, I think an important thing to do uh, is what I talked about is, is in terms of like having priorities. You know, I think we all need to sort of recognize what our priorities are in life, and I think that just thinking about the fact that tomorrow is not promised and we don't know when our time is going to be is a good sort of way to shift yourself into that mindset of what's a priority. You know, I've said to people on podcast episodes and even family members, you know that. I highly doubt when we're in our on our deathbed, we're going to be thinking about I should have worked harder, I should have made more money, I should have tried to get that promotion, and all these type of things that we think about now. Chances are, when that time comes, we're going to be thinking about the fact that we should have had this experience or that experience. We should have spent more time with our loved ones. We should have, you know, uh, gone after that dream that we thought about chasing over and over again, but never did. Like that's I think the honest truth and and that's not just my opinion this is something I've heard on other podcasts I've I've seen in books or you know whatever it might be I've 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 heard this before and and this is from you know people that have worked in hospice that have talked to people that are on their deathbed and they've never heard any of them say I wish I had worked harder I wish I had made more money I wish I had had a nicer car whatever the case might be it's usually the latter, which is, you know, I wish I had have done this or, or experienced that. And, and lastly, I think like, I think just, just, you know, knowing that it's going to happen, um, you know, why not just sort of be prepared for it? Like I said, you know, with, with having things like our will done, again, these things can change. Uh, it's not like it's permanent and we can't change it over time. And make different decisions and so on we can re sort of visit these things uh, later on but I think just having some sort of preparation whether you do that yourself or whether you do that with family or whatever it might be I just think being better prepared because of the fact that like I said it, it's we don't know if it's going to be tomorrow next month next year or 20 or 30 years from now I think just having that preparation takes a lot of weight off not only your shoulders but the shoulders of the people that are closest to you as well so I think it might be a good practice uh, as well. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, guys, uh, this isn't uh, maybe the easiest subject to, to discuss. It maybe isn't the easiest subject to even listen to, but it's something that is just the, the truth about life. It's There's no avoiding it. There's no, you know, we're, I don't, don't believe at this point that anybody's figured out how to live forever. So chances are none of us are going to, right? So I think that we just need to maybe become more comfortable in it. I think as a, you know, I, I know I said last point, but I think just to throw something else in too, I think that even just contemplating it and being aware of it can help with the grieving process as well. Um, because the grieving process is hard as it is, but I think that if we're just more aware of, of death and more aware of the fact that it's a part of life, that when somebody else passes away, we may be able to grieve better. I know I've spoken about grief in a previous episode and one thing that helped me a lot was 
was gratitude, um, was just having gratitude for the time that I had with the people and, and the things that we did in, in together in our life and so on. So, um, but yeah, that's sort of a, a side note, but I, I still think it's something important to, to bring up. So yeah, guys, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I think for me, um, one of the best things I've done is downloading that app for a couple of bucks. I think, you know, starting to have those conversations and prioritizing my life has been a huge shift that's helped me, you know, better my life in many ways and, and be more focused on things that are important to me. So I would definitely suggest that that, and, and then lastly, like I said, you know, just, you know, look at, you know, things like your will, look at things that might be able to make the experience a little bit easier on those around you, because at the end of the day, it's already hard enough when you lose somebody and to then have to deal with all the odds and ends on top of that is another sort of another type of grief. And it's something that if we can sort of, you know, help take that weight off, like I said, I think it's, it's going to be helpful, not only to ourselves, but to those closest to us. So, uh, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't know how relatable this episode is going to be. I mean, it should be because, like I said, it's a part of all our lives. But at the end of the day, you know, I can understand that it might be a harder subject for some of us to not only listen to but talk about as well. And if this helped in any way, I, I'm glad. If you guys want to reach out, as I always say, reach out through social, um, book a discoverable call. It's a subject that I'm happy to talk about now, considering not happy, but <laughs> it's easier for me to talk about now, um, considering, you know, some of the work that I've done. So I'm more than open to talking about it if you guys want to. All right, guys, take care and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also follow me, Brian Almeida, by searching my name on all platforms. If the podcast has impacted you in any way, I would also greatly appreciate a review. Lastly, if you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, I would love to have them on. Thank you and see you next week.